I'm Stuart Millis. So I've been in Hong Kong about 15 years, and during that time, I, I've, I've been actively climbing around the territory for, for all of that time, basically. And I set up HongKongClimbing.com probably in about 2000 as a, a place to record details of the climbing that's available in Hong Kong. Uh, let's start with um, explaining what climbing is first. Uh, well, basically, it is pretty much as the name implies. It's it's going to the bottom of a cliff or a rock face anywhere uh, and climbing a specific feature or line up that face to get to the top, just for the the physical fun and the challenge of it. Okay, and it's this isn't just training stuff that you normally see like high schools go to. This is actual rock faces in Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah. This is Lion Rock or, or the sea cliffs at Sheko or Tungong Chow or places like that. It's it's out there on the on the real rock rather than a, a plastic climbing wall somewhere. People can just start getting involved no matter what, right? No matter what. Yeah. It's completely free, unregulated, open. So, um, yeah, potential. that's got potential for hazards <laughs> and I just associated with unregulated. <laughs> um, well, that's one of the things we love about it, mm-hmm. is the freedom that's associated with it. There isn't controls. Okay, there's, there's safety rules, there's experience, there's knowledge you need to acquire to be able to do it safely. But once you know the basics you can pretty much go out there and, and be let loose and, and just do whatever takes your fancy. Cool. And what sort of things do you need when you're climbing? The basic equipment, the very basic, climbing shoes, which are very tight-fitting shoes so that you're, you can place your feet quite precisely on small features on the rock face without them slipping around. Uh, a harness, so you can tie yourself into a rope, obviously the rope mm-hmm. itself. Um, and then you have a a variety of other equipment so things that are called quick draws which are carabiners that you clip into bolts in the rock and then clip the rope into those so that if you fall there's something to actually catch you and stop mm-hmm. you hitting the floor underneath um, and that's the basic kit the only other thing is is a chalk bag just so you can put chalk on your hands to dry off the sweat and stop your hands slipping around on the rock surface okay so while this you did say like unregulated so there's no government agency but there are still people like involved in the community and setting out and planning yeah. it yeah yeah um well basically when you've got a cliff you'll have people go out explore mm-hmm. um and that's one of the beauties of climbing especially in a place like hong kong where there's so much rock you still can go out and explore and find new cliffs and develop them um so the first person who gets to a cliff would typically look for features that would allow you to climb there naturally so you're using the features in the rock there's no manufacturing of holds or anything like that that's frowned on ethically mm-hmm. you deal with what nature gives you they will look for the line typically equip it with bolts which are permanently fixed into the rock at a safe interval and spacing um, and typically very durable and, and maintained by the climbing community itself just out of sort of practitioners looking at the condition of them and deciding when they need to be replaced and updated so it's not entirely unsafe because you do have bolts in most of uh, the rock faces. In Hong yeah. Kong, it's very safe. Yeah. Um, there's there's different types of climbing. So the, the climbing that's mostly practiced in Hong Kong is called sport climbing, which is where you have the fixed bolts in the rock face. <laughs> Elsewhere in the world, there's traditional climbing, uh, and that you actually place the protection as you climb. So you're, you're reliant on features in the rock face, cracks, pockets that you can place little metal wedges in. Uh, and sort of jam them in place so that if you fall, they they wedge themselves in the rock and hold you in place. Uh, and then the person following you up the climb takes those away, so you leave the rock face exactly as you find it. But in Hong Kong, most of the cliffs are equipped with bolts, so it's it's very, very safe. And how do you feel about climbing as a sport in general? Does Hong Kong have competitions at all? Or is yes, it, yeah, it, it has. I mean, climbing in Hong Kong has blossomed over the last 15 years. When I came here... It was quite a small community. You, you could get to know most of the climbers quite quickly and easily. 
since that time, uh, I, I'd hate to guess how many climbers there. There's probably two, three hundred people actively climbing in Hong Kong, mm-hmm. uh, and that's partly due to the development of climbing walls. So there's there's a few bouldering gyms, a couple of um, government climbing walls. The YMCA has a couple of walls as well. So that's exposed more people to it, um, especially with some of the school groups going there. The schools now, several of them have their own climbing walls, which which opens up the opportunity for kids to try it at quite a young age, uh, and then uh, carry on if it if it takes their fancy. Why do you tell us a bit about the locations in Hong Kong? Like there must be some great places to go. And uh, there's there's some stunning spots. I mean, you you've got right behind us here in Kowloon Tong, um, Lion Rock, peering yeah. down, and that's a unique setting to be able to have a huge cliff face that's sort of 60, 70 meters high overlooking all of Kowloon and Hong Kong Island. There's very few places in the world where you get that contrast (laughs) between being out and doing what's typically a sport that you do in the mountains, very remote places, but you're doing it with the backdrop of Hong Kong City behind you. So that's that's superb. Um, On the flip side, you've got other places that really are feeling nice and remote and away from it all. So Tungong Chow Island is probably... The, the hot spot for climbing in Hong Kong. That is the, the epicenter of where most people go most frequently. Um, it's got fantastic accessible climbing, all difficulties, so you can be, go from beginner to the hardest climbs in Hong Kong within a space of 50 metres of each other. Um, so that's a great spot. Uh, Lantau has some beautiful crags. So on Chi Ma Wan, you've got some stunning granite slabs that overlook Poyo, Chung Sha Beach... Uh, and just really nice natural settings. Um, where else? But Sheko has yeah. some sea cliff climbing as well as a lot of bouldering. So in addition to the sport climbing and the climbs where you put on ropes, there's also another aspect that's called bouldering where you're playing around on small cliffs or boulders that typically sort of anything between two to four or five metres in height. So you leave the ropes behind. You carry a foam crash pad around with you and put that on the floor so if you fall off it, it absorbs a little bit of the impact and takes some of the danger away from it. Um, and that's just a very free, fun way of climbing. It's been called climbing distilled to its purest form because it's just you, the rock, no extra weight. Um, you're just doing very technically challenging climbs. Um, and places up behind Chun Wan, there's hundreds of boulders on the hillside up there. Um, Chung Hong Kok, Sheko. There's a plethora of spots all around the territory. It's and I imagine that they're very easy to get to, it being Hong Kong as well, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, MTR ride, then typically five, ten minutes in a taxi. Some spots, so Lion Rock, Kowloon Peak, you're looking at 30, 40, 50 minute hike to get to the bottom mm-hmm. of some of the cliffs, but even that's, yeah, that's, that's not too top. bad. Yeah, it's, that's... it's pretty easy to get anywhere and back within a, a nice, easy day trip. Yeah. All right, let's talk about how people could first start getting involved. What would your advice be for someone that's interested in this? Okay, the first thing I would do is is visit one of the climbing walls. Mm-hmm. Most of them offer courses, sort of introductory courses, to get people started where you can rent all the equipment you need. So you can just turn up there in some gym kit. And then the YMCA run courses at Kings Park as well as their, their wall at Salisbury Hotel. Um, the Hong Kong Mountaineering Union has courses they run at the government walls at Shepkit May. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some of the bouldering gyms as well. So there's one called Daverm in Xiongwan, which has introductory courses just to give people a taste of climbing. Uh, and there you'd learn the basics, so the techniques of how to actually move around on the rock and, and sort of control your body weight and distribution and, and those type of things yeah. and seeing whether you've got an aptitude for it <laughs> or not. 
Um, but they'll also teach you the basics about sort of the equipment, putting on a harness, so tying the rope into that safely, uh, and then belaying people, which is sort of controlling the rope while someone else is climbing so that you stop them if they do fall off and, and prevent them hitting the floor. And that will give you a taste. Yeah. Um, and, and these are on the, the gym, the, the artificial walls, right? They're all on the artificial yeah. walls, yeah. And that's the safest environment for learning in in this day and age. The other way is to befriend someone who climbs. <laughs> uh, and that's how I started out yeah. sort of decades ago. I, I found a group of people that were willing to actually take me under their wing and show me the ropes uh, and then <laughs> actually sort of take me out and let me learn under their guidance. Um, but with the the benefit of all the climbing walls that are around the structured courses to actually teach you those those basic skills i would say that's the safest way of starting out in this day and age and then once you're visiting the climbing walls you'll meet other climbers it's a very open friendly community and you'll typically sort of find out where they're going at the weekends uh, befriend them and then get them to take you yeah. along uh, and then it just grows from there okay uh let's finish up with uh, reminders of like some um, website resources that where they can go to so you have a, your own website yourself yeah um yeah. so I, I think the best place for for background details is www.hongkongclimbing.com yeah that's, that's hong kong climbing as one word mm-hmm. um google will take you straight there it's it's yeah. the first hit for everything and what that tells you is where you can go climbing in hong kong so it's got detailed maps and information for all the different climbing spots but there's also a, a few articles on starting out um, what basic kit you need and just some general background details that can help people sort of get themselves started cool okay great well thank you very much for coming for the chat oh, my pleasure cool.